Radio. Hi, I'm Bernard Tatunji, and you are listening to Proposal to Marriage, my seven-month story from engagement on the 29th of May to the day I will marry Jane on the 29th of December. You can also join me on this journey to the altar at proposaltomarriage.com. In the weeks before Jane and I got engaged, we had discussed the topic of marriage, and so by the time I proposed, we actually had both our wedding date and honeymoon location in mind. Let me explain. Jane has an annual ritual of gluing assorted pictures in the pages of her diary at the start of each year, a mix of nature, people and religious images. One night we were at dinner and she was showing me these different pictures and on the 31st of December there was a photo of one of those overwater bungalows with a thatched roof amidst the perfect clear water. Jane had it on her bucket list to visit such a place for a holiday. I remember nudging Jane and telling her that if we got married on the 29th of December, we could be in a tropical bungalow in time for New Year's Eve, just as her diary foretold. I may have also tried to hint that this was a sign from God that we should get married this year. Even if it had not been an overwater bungalow, I would have been definitely keen to have a relaxing honeymoon. I love the idea of a honeymoon that is a holiday and not a trip. One where we can basically sit around all day and there is absolutely nothing to be done. In the previous years, when I've taken annual leave, it has been to go overseas for a course and sightseeing, and while they have been wonderful experiences, I always get back in need of a holiday to recover. So this honeymoon is so exciting because A, it will be with my new wife Jane, and B, we will get to spend it resting and relaxing. Now not knowing anything about the world of overwater bungalows, I went back to Google for advice. It turns out there are a lot of these bungalow places, and generally they are situated in two main areas. French Polynesia in the Pacific Ocean, and the Maldives in the Indian Ocean. We began by considering Bora Bora in French Polynesia as we had heard many good things from friends. Although I usually do my travel agent bookings myself, it was very handy to instead contact a travel agent with our ideas and have them work out an itinerary for us. At one point we had four different agents working on itineraries. I'm not sure if that's how it's supposed to work because I had to eventually break the news to three of them that they were not the chosen ones. We were ready to book a particular resort in Bora Bora and I thought I'd try one more agent to see if he had any other suggestions. However, he advised us a very handy piece of information that January, when we planned on being away, was actually wet season in that region. While we may be lucky enough to only get some quick afternoon storms, we may also get a solid week of non-stop rain. After some discussion and research, Jane and I decided to not take the risk and swing our honeymoon over to the other side of the world, the Maldives. So the process began again of looking at the host of resorts available. Arriving there for New Year's Eve meant that we had chosen one of the most pricey times of the year, and the overwater bungalows ranged in costs from expensive to mortgage-your-house type expensive. We realised we could have hired a beachside unit in Queensland for a lot less money, but hey, Neither of us live wildly opulent lives, we won't be doing it again, and don't forget, Jane's diary had already spoken on where we must go. After sorting through a whole list, we were left with a couple of choices, and we ended up finding a nice island in the Maldives, which was not too big with blue skies, clear water, and a good price. At the same time, we discovered a great deal on a five-day cruise where you could bring a mate for free. So I booked that, and we'll bring my new mate Jane on the cruise after our time at the resort. We were both looking forward to this time together once married to relax and 
switch off from the rest of the world before coming back to Sydney and begin the regular cycle of life as husband and wife. radio.org.au